Hello everyone. I am back after a very short and sweet pause. Coming to think of it, while it appeared short, it made me feel like I was away from all of you for quite long. And while this happened, Satyam Shivam Sundaram crossed 120k listens thanks to Mahadev's grace and your strong support. Thanks to your patient wait as well. I'm now back with another new form of Shiva. Aghora or Aghoreshwara. A form of Shiva that's mostly feared and very less talked about. The Aghora Mantra speaks of him thus. Om Aghore Bhyota Gore Bhyo Ghora Ghora Tare Bhyaha Sarvata Sarva Sarve Bhyo Namaste Rudra Rupe Bhyaha Aghora, one of Shiva's forms, represents the absence of fear, dread and anything terrible. By saying this mantra, we bow down to this form in addition to the countless terrible and non-terrible forms of Rudra. He is further addressed as Sarva Bhaya Haraya, remover of all distress and Sarva Graho Chatanaya, one who drives all negative influences existing in the universe in the Aghora Mantras. As per the Shiva Purana, Aghora is one of the five forms of Lord Shiva that is described to have arisen out of his face to relieve Brahma of his distress experienced at the time of creation. With an extremely dark complexion, he was clad in black clothes wearing a black turban. Out of this form, four other men arose who propagated the art of Ghora Yoga to aid Brahma in his creation. The origin of the tradition Aghora Yoga is however traced to the 11th century followed by a group of ascetics appropriately called the Aghora Sadhus or the Aghoras who are usually less talked about as they are anything but conventional. Their attire, way of life and practices do not conform to the normal ways of the society. They spend most of their times in crematoriums, consume intoxicants and adhere to unconventional sadhanas or rituals that stretch the human limits to achieve Shiva's state of mind, a state of zero discrimination. Given the unconventional practices that they engage in and how they go all out to seek their goal, they could also be known to represent the art of non-conforming or the non-conformity mindset. But it's never easy to be an Aghora. He has to overcome fear, fear of the rituals, fear of being judged by the world and the most important of all, the fear of change. Every one of us in our normal course of life often fears taking certain unconventional decisions for the fear of being judged. We restrict ourselves when it comes to trying out new opportunities or being open to new ideas. It's like we're almost waiting for someone's permission to be what we want. A degree at 60? What will anyone think of me? An engineer turned content marketer. How will people perceive me? Abandoning a cushy corporate job to be a stand-up comedian. What if people judge me? Leaving something, starting all over again. The risks of choosing something that we love over our otherwise comfortable life tends to hold us back most of the time. 
the non conforming mindset is all about normalizing this fear and managing it while working hard on one's objective it's about taking that leap of faith without letting fear impact the decision how does agora overcome the fear of change by strongly identifying himself with shiva the state he wishes to attain foregoing tendencies of a normal human and emulating him in the process there are going to be a lot of burnouts and sacrifices as he undertakes this transformation but his exhaustion is only going to prepare the agora and orient him strongly towards his goal it could involve restrictions placed on the basic of needs such as sleep and hunger on one hand on the other hand it could also be about detaching himself from all material pleasures and controlling his impulses the agoras call this an act of dying while staying alive since it involves rising above all desires obligations and expectations that binds a normal human to the worldly ways to reach a state of zero discrimination the process that an agora sadhu undertakes can be equated to that of a caterpillar's transformation into a butterfly picture a caterpillar eating a leaf only to go on to grow even bigger and bigger one day it stops eating hangs upside down from a twig or leaf and spins a cocoon for itself the caterpillar which had a head legs and an abdomen inside the cocoon disintegrates itself to grow the parts required to become a butterfly the wings antennae and legs only to emerge as one in time in the course of growing and evolving the caterpillar stops identifying itself with its own form and identifies more with the form of the butterfly just like the agora sadhus wish to become like shiva further to undertake this kind of a transformation through consistent practice countless techniques are adopted by the agoras one of them being the khandamanda yoga khandamanda yoga in a purely mental sense involves the act of creation mandana and act of destruction khandana of thoughts whenever a thought is created in an agora's mind he destroys it in two ways either by acting on it if relevant to his sadhana or goal or excluding it if not relevant there is no avoidance or running away from thoughts this yoga stretches the limits of an agora sadhu in the course of voluntarily committing only to relevant thoughts that help him achieve his goal he overcomes distractions and unnecessary obligations coming in the way if i were to speak about the relevance of the khandamanda yoga in our lives let's say you're on this important task with a tight deadline you destroy distractions by shutting your mind to them unwanted mails whatsapp or a meeting to create infinite space for thoughts that help you complete your task in the best way possible it can also be about limiting our wants on an everyday basis by eliminating unwanted clutter we create infinite physical space to hold only those that are of value in our lives it could also mean a radical exclusion of an activity that you find is of no value to you for example 
you might feel giving up on tv could give you some bonus hours of pursuing something that makes you feel productive reconnecting with a long lost friend or learning a new skill that energizes you by eliminating the unnecessary you choose abundance seek more of what is relevant to you and what matters most to you as a result of practicing the khanda manda yoga the agora limits his mind to thoughts and desires eventually gaining a mind that's still a mind that embraces universal love and develops the capacity to heal people through his blessings and the medicines that he prepares in fact it is said that the exceptional stillness of the agora's mind makes even plants reveal their secrets to him when it comes to preparing medicines the agora's very strongly believe that a proper bhav or intention is required apart from the ingredients they use in the medicines to heal people they believe that bhav is important to ensure the highest standards of quality are maintained in the way they prepare them therefore bhav or intention is a key ingredient of the non conformity mindset or an unconventional idea beyond conforming to a preset schedule or a routine that everyone does on a daily basis it regards intention to give it the best in our activity or our tasks output as most important very much like the agora's thinking the agora's regard death as the ultimate reality of everyone and in the one life they get they choose to spend the entire of it doing something they are extremely passionate about realizing the potential of the absolute lord shiva with this goal as their lifelong mission they move forward at their own pace setting their own rules they invoke the divine through the tough rituals they undertake earn his grace to attain paths that are beyond the understanding of normal humans not only do they do that they also use their paths in service of people without discrimination leaving a powerful legacy for their disciples and followers as much as the agoras are unorthodox and even if their radical practices are definitely not for us the faint hearted they inspire us to differentiate ourselves and commit to our true purpose without fear these inspiring revelations sum up my episode for today here's to getting on an ecstatic journey with me as we explore more and more about lord shiva's forms together and the mindsets each of them represent if it's been a while since you've been making time to hear my content you should definitely go ahead and hit that subscribe button just so we are in touch stay connected stay safe sarve jana sukhino bhavantu om namah shivaya